This podcast allows others to tell their spiritual stories and journeys and gives them the safe space to do so. Some things said within may not always align with the views of our podcast. Here at Coven of Rejects, we believe in allowing anyone to tell their story regardless of our own personal beliefs. While we do encourage you to follow our guests on social media to better understand their journey, we do ask that you use your own intuition to discern what energy may or may not align with you. What's up, weirdos, rejects, and free spirits? Welcome back to another episode of Coven of Rejects. I'm your host, Gemini. As always, sit back, collect your crystals, and let's get into some crazy spiritual shit. You guys, of course, can watch this interview, past interviews, and future interviews by joining Patreon. It's available to every single tier, and you also get the interviews from the Lick It Like a Lollipop podcast that I co-host with Rampage. You guys can go to patreon.com slash coven of rejects to sign up it's also linked in the description wherever you are listening to this podcast we also have um, a couple of little announcements so patreon i have a spot available on shadow queens which is our mentorship tier Um, if you are new here and you don't know what we do there You get access to all the podcast um, interviews, additional behind-the-scenes interviews and interviews with other random guests, um, access to all of my video segments like Dark Goddesses, True Crime and Witchcraft, um, so many more, (laughs) and also uh, personalized shadow work, and then one-on-one tarot, oracle, and mediumship readings with me monthly, as well as collective spell work and energy workings, and access to a group chat with everybody else who does mentorship, Um, and then newly added uh, as a benefit, you also get free access to the full moon ceremony that Rampage and I will be holding every full moon. This full moon, we will be doing a cord cutting, some Reiki working, and more. And you guys can uh, sign up for Shadow Queens on Patreon. And then if you guys don't know, covenofrejects.com is where you can get personal tarot, oracle, or mediumship readings with me. That is where our Coven of Rejects merch is. And of course, if you guys buy merch, it really supports the podcast and helps me to be able to expand the podcast and do more things that I'm wanting to do. I really want it to be um, a video podcast where we can go and take um, video of ceremonies and things like that with people's permission and really show some spiritual experiences that a lot of people will never be able to get to go and experience in person. I want to be able to share that through the podcast. That's always been a goal. So that's how you guys can support that. And then if you are interested in classes with me, this is the personalizing your craft class. I have one more spot open for that class. So if you message me on Instagram, Gemini underscore goddess 420, I can get you into the class And um, before we get into the episode, I also want to shout out the two shops that you guys know I absolutely love. Lost Trail Coffee is a sponsor for our podcast, a supporter of witches. 
I love incorporating their coffee into spell work, as so many of you know. So please go to Lost Trail Coffee and check the description wherever you are listening to this so that you can get the 10% off code. And by the way, that's not a one-time code. You guys can use it anytime that you want to order from Lost Trail Coffee. And then Kim Dunn over at the Other Side Spirit Shop That bitch makes personalized gift boxes for every single podcast guest that I have on this podcast. It is intuitively based, based off of where they are in their spiritual journey after Kim listens to the episode. We kind of talk and she puts together these incredible gift boxes. And so please go and support Kim's shop, theothersidespiritshop.com. I cannot recommend Kim's energy and Kim's products enough. So please make sure that you guys go and support her. With no further ado, here is Shelby. Welcome to the Covenant of Rejects podcast. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. I feel like I'm talking to a celebrity. Oh, please. (laughs) I do. (laughs) You're, um, I've been following you for a really long time on TikTok and your videos with your husband are fucking hilarious. Um, I found you with the series that you were doing where it was your husband acting like you and all of these different witchy things and being like, I'm doing a ritual, get out of here. <laughs> and I I just, I loved your guys' dynamic. And now it seems like your content has transitioned into like getting him into the witchy things. A little bit. He's always been like open to it. It's definitely my thing more than anything, but I think owning the Etsy shop together and even and doing the witchy wife series sort of made him realize like I know more than I thought I knew like he almost surprised himself you know where he was like wow I really I guess I do kind of like really like like this (laughs) and it's it's confusing for him because he's like the math and science and logic and evidence and facts like he works in aerospace and defense and then I'm a witch so we're (laughs) we're like it's so different and I think he's kind of like experience things through me and like through my witchcraft in our home that he can't explain and then that messes with his brain where he's like I can't explain this with evidence and logic maybe there's something to it you know so he's been like more and more open to things and I'm always like take what you like and leave the rest you know you don't have to be a hundred percent into it and do everything I do like you just like some crystals, you like crystals. You like a couple of tarot cards, you like tarot cards. Like, you know what I mean? We're just kind of like- I feel like you must be like an enigma that like blows his mind because it's such a different thing for somebody to be like very logical in science and and have to see proof. And then you've got the complete opposite where you've got a witch (laughs) who's like, because I feel it. Well, because like, that's just what like what's on my mind. So that's what it is. And being so, I could just imagine being like, I will keep this person because what the fuck? Yeah, (laughs) what the fuck is- very common for both of us like we're we're opposite in so many ways like I was born and raised in Southern California he's a New England Massachusetts boy and there's so many times where we're like wow we were really raised differently like our environment (laughs) shape you know your environment shapes you and 
we approach things from such different perspectives. And I think it really balances in this beautiful, like yin and yang kind of way where he grounds me and centers me and then reminds me like he's a Sagittarius. So he doesn't give a shit. Like he has this beautiful ability to literally not care and let things roll off, like mean comments on the TikTok or what other people think he doesn't care. And I'm like, how that's witchcraft, that's sorcery. How do you not care? Teach me, you know? And so he has this like, who gives a fuck? And I'm like, well, I do. And so I like pull him out of his shell because he's very private and like mellow and never thought he'd be doing TikTok of all things. Like he never, ever, ever, ever thought. And, but he loves it. It's really fun. And so we definitely like, I feel like we bring out the best in each other as, as business partners, as parents, as, you know, husband and wife, as creatives. It's really fun to have like his perspective on things and then me be like the air sign that I am and just like the chaos witch. What that sign I am. are you? I'm Aquarius, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> well, shoot. I knew as soon as you said it. <laughs> Whenever I say that, people are like, mm, that makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, I love, I am also an air sign married to a fire. And I love it. It's the best, best brand. Love it. I love the control of being like the feminine air and being like, it's really like me who's like leading the show here and like directing your fire. But I sure know how to make you feel like you're in control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think you're the head of the house. That's precious. I love that for you. I love <laughs> I that, that for that. you. <laughs> yeah. So cute for you. But no, no. Yeah, it's you it's had talked really to me. Sorry. No. Oh. I was just saying it's a great blend, him and I, and we have a lot of fun on the TikTok. So I'm glad that that shows through. I yeah, I I absolutely love it. You can feel the energy and feel the love. Um you mentioned how you guys had had very different upbringings. So mm-hmm. I would love to know from you, what um, spirituality were you raised in? And then how are you kind of identifying yourself now? I know that you identify as a witch. Is there a specific kind of witch that you categorize yourself? So I, I'm, a, I'm very Irish. Uh, my great grandma's from Ireland. My family name's Houlihan. Uh, <laughs> I'm very like Irish Catholic. You know, I, I have all my, all my sacraments, like a good little Catholic girl, but, um, I left the church long ago. It was never like forced on me, which I appreciate. Um, but when I got sober, so I'll be sober nine years in July. Congratulations. Thank you. Getting sober really was like the start of my spiritual journey and being like, oh, this isn't for me, this church and, and all that. And so getting in touch with my heritage and really studying like my family tree and Ireland and, you know, going like further back, I was like, oh man, like all these things I've been doing is witchcraft. And now let's do it with intention. And it really helped with like, just all my intuition and and opening my third eye and realizing like, I'm breaking this generational curse, being the first one to get sober at 25, you know, really brought me into my power. So I think labels can be tricky. I think a lot of beginner witches are so quick to be like, I have to have a label. Like what kind of witch am I? And I think that can, it can just stop your growth in a lot of ways. If you're just putting yourself in a box or we're putting other people in a box. And I know it's human nature to want to kind of categorize things, but I, I just sort of am like big picture 
and that's like the Aquarius in me, of course. But I always say like, I am pagan. I am, you know, I stick to like Celtic and, you know, and what is Celtic? It's so <laughs> bad. Right. Um, but that I, I would say like, if somebody forced me to put a label, I would say eclectic or chaos. Those get used interchangeably. They're not. Um, but <laughs> I saw your video. We'll talk about that. <laughs> I was like, I know you're not a chaos witch and people want to call you that. And I am, I can take and harness that chaotic energy and like use it to my power. But I love being like a house witch and a home and hearth witch and a cottage witch and a green witch and a kitchen witch. And like, I love divination and I love all these different things. So I think putting a label on it is not, I'm, I'm always encouraging people, like, don't feel like you have to put a label on your craft, especially right away. You like crystals, you like crystals. Doesn't make you a crystal witch, right? You don't have to just stay a crystal witch. Yeah. That's, have you been on social? Have you seen these infographics? No, I've never heard of a fucking crystal what kind of What kind of witch are you? And oh, I have like seen that. Crystal witch, sun witch, celestial witch, like divination witch. And it's like, all these new witches get overwhelmed and I get messages all the time. Like what, what kind of witch am I? What do, how do I define myself? And it's like, how do you define your craft? Only, only you can, you don't have to pick one small thing. And I feel like it's kind of all the rage that I see so much of now. And so when I say, well, I'm, I'm pagan or I'm Celtic or I'm eclectic or I'm chaos, like there's just so much of my craft that I kind of struggle to put one like label on it. And I think that's okay. I'm huge um, about not labeling. Of course, you know, having the podcast, I meet a lot of people who they do put a label on themselves and they're, they're experienced practicers. And I'm like, that is amazing. I'm so glad that like you have you found, found like, what you love, your identity, that works for you. whatever. But there, there are also a lot of people who I, who I meet through the podcast that are new practicers, beginner witches. And they're like, I was told by so-and-so on TikTok that the first thing I need to do is find out what kind of witch I am. And then I need to follow those kinds of creators. And what ends up happening is that people then start going towards Pinterest witches mm -hmm. and they're go they go, oh, well, you know, I must be a I'm going to be a love and light witch because, you know, I only want to do good. You should never do bad because it comes yeah, back to you tenfold. Rule of three is so bad. Yeah. yeah. That thing, this and that. Yeah. And it's then nuts. they get onto the toxic side of things where people are actually mean <laughs> and are actually <laughs> just out to take your money and they don't yeah. offer free education of any kind. Anything. And, yeah. and it's also like, I heard this one time and they're basically taking one witch's opinion and saying this is a fact yes. you know oh you can't buy your first tarot deck I heard you have to do this you have to do who says this question it you know who who says that this is a rule is this just somebody's opinion and there's nothing wrong with like respecting somebody who's been a practitioner for 30 years who says you know based on my experience this is what I what I think but I think it's dangerous when people say you know, I am the be all end all. And I've decided that this is a rule. And if you don't believe it, then you're somehow less than, or, you know, you're doing it wrong. It's like, tend your own cauldron. Do focus on your own. What one witch is doing takes away nothing from your craft. I do baneful magic. That is my right. That is my choice. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. 
but these love and light girlies coming on my page telling me that I'm wrong, you know, it's like, what does what I do take away from what you do? So I'm always trying to tell people like, just follow what inspires you, like study what you want to study, educate yourself, be respectful of closed practices, you know, don't be a spiritual colonizer, but, you know, educate yourself and do, you know, don't feel the need to put yourself in one box, in one label, and don't take what one witch says as gospel. I think that's really, really dangerous. I think personal opinion, but the witches who have the time to go on somebody else's profile and tell you that you're doing something wrong, in my opinion, is only because they know how to do something one way and somebody doing something in a different way that isn't their one way to like, they don't understand. I also find that a lot of the people who have an issue with spell working are a lot of time, very Wicca based and very, Mm -hmm. um, Wicca educated where that is, this is the way that you do this and there's no other way to do it. And you fuck it up and you have, you know, results from that. Right. And all Wiccans are witches, but not all witches are wicked. So let's, stop with this you know how you do it that's great I'm not going to come on your page and tell you you're wrong you know I've got better things to do I'm (laughs) I'm too busy like I will lose neither sleep nor check whatever you want to do you do and I'm going to keep doing me and you know I just feel like it's and and speaking of people who like come on your page and, and say things my thought is always like, why do you have no profile picture and no videos? If you have this strong of an opinion, make your own videos, right? I'm not, I'm not saying what I do is right or I'm the best or I'm the only. Make your own videos. I would respect you a lot more if you like had your own, you're, you feel so strongly about this. Well, then make a video about it. You know, have your, have your own page instead of coming on mine and like riding my dick and being like, you suck. <laughs> it's like come on I don't No, I I noticed that too where the people who have like the biggest fucking opinions are the people who make no content who don't share what they do in their practice for other people to have a judgment Mm -hmm. on and because they know they know they know what people are going to do on their page and they can't handle it they can dish it out but they can't handle it they are so quick to shit on people like you and me, but they know damn well that they couldn't handle it. So they're just like the little peanut gallery. I recently, the other day, just made a video um, talking about like my, my comment section and like an example of what one of my videos would be. And then what the comment section is. And for instance, I did this um, in my witches get it uh, series. I used this green candle and I was like, I like to light green candles for abundance. And I got all of these comments about, well, money in, my country. <laughs> yeah, money in my country isn't green. So what color should my money be? Or should my candle be? And like, haha, this wouldn't work in my country. And I'm like, you fucking potato go and light the fucking candle color that correlates with what you want like I didn't I don't understand and then when you go to their profiles it's people who have no picture and with all of the avenues that there are for education like 
I mean, like there's classes, there's mentorship and things. There are podcasts there. Well, even like- just Google, right? Like we have access to more information now than the witches before us ever did. You used to have to go to the library and like know a person and then go check out these books. And it's like, I almost feel that like the overabundance of information now has made people lazy. I feel like they don't want to do the Google work. They're like, just baby bird me. Like they want me to like, like regurgitate it in their mouth. Right. And they don't want to do the actual work. And I'll tell them like, if you don't like reading, like this might not be the path for you (laughs) because witchcraft is so much reading and like educating yourself. And I feel like, you know, how hard is it to just like Google or like just we're witches, right? Look within, listen to your intuition, do what feels right to you. Like be more mad scientist, get in there and fuck shit up. Like try it instead of being like, can I do this? Can I light this candle? What it do it, just do it. We're witches. We're powerful. Find out, fuck around and find out like in the best fuck around way. and find out. Like well, I wish also- we had more of that. That's the only way that you learn and shit too, because regardless of if you do things quote unquote the right way, something's bound to go wrong at some point of and course. you have to learn how to fix that. Mm-hmm. You, well, you have to be willing to fail, you know, and like willing to fuck up. And I feel like that's with everything. That's the cost of admission is like looking stupid. You know, I am a pastry chef, a trained pastry chef, but I taught myself. I didn't go to pastry school. And I look back at some of the shit I baked and it's so ugly. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, how was I like proud of that? But like, you have to be willing to look stupid. You have to be willing to fail to get better because now I look at my shit and I'm like, damn, that's fire, you know? But I had to be like, you have to start somewhere and you have to be able to like, and so I, I think about that too, where, yeah, I've probably done some spell work or like some baneful work, maybe should have like, communicated with that person first <laughs> like, I'm like, maybe like mundane over magic <laughs> maybe I could have gone a different route and you learn that you know and you're like okay well next time and that's and that's life that's any hobby and any practice like yoga and this witchcraft it's a practice you have to just practice just like you know when I say, you know, oh, do, do this and whatever you feel connected to, I still get the comments of like, spoon feed me. And I'm like, I can't, I can't. And I, I've really leaned away from doing any like how to's or tutorials or like any tips like that. Like my only witch tips that I do now is my unhinged witch tip series where it's just pure chaos. And I have so much fun with that. And it has limited the comments that are like, um, actually, because I call TikTok nitpick instead of TikTok, it's nitpick. And I really was like, I need to like prioritize my mental health. And as much as I want to like help beginner witches and share and like create this amazing community, I have to really protect myself. And I just couldn't handle the like, like the meanness. Cause it, it, it's mean. It's a bunch of mean girls sometimes. And I get enough hate from religious people. I get enough hate from plenty of other groups that I feel like if there should be any group that's not hating on each other, it's our community of witchcraft. And it shouldn't be this gatekeepy and it shouldn't be this bitchy. And so I've kind of moved away from, from doing some of those tips and, and like actual serious witchcraft because for my own mental health, sadly. 
there are other people like first of all I just want to say like that's okay for you to be like good for having a boundary and being like I just can't handle this um there are other people that are willing to give education and there's also for you like if you do have things that like you want to educate on or help people on there's different ways that you could go about doing that than on like your TikTok page and I just made a video about this right before we got on about not copying people's spell work word Mm -hmm. for word. Mm -hmm. And that if somebody is giving you their specific ingredient, their specific incantation, their whatever, they got that off Pinterest, they're regurgitating it. Um, Because no experienced practicer is going to say, this is all of my shit. Here you go. That's not how this is going to work. And what works for one, which may not work for another, like how, you know, that's why I always say like, here's an idea of like some ingredients you can use. And here's like a vibe and a base. Use what you're connected to. Like if you like lavender for calming and then somebody else likes lavender for healing, that's fine. Like substitute, as long as you you know your intentions, you know your corresponding intentions, like do what feels right to you, you know, then, then make it your own. And then I yeah. still had people being like, well, but can you do step-by-step? And I'm like, no, I don't do step-by-step. You know, like you, you are the magic you are the witchcraft, you are the spell, like you do it. And so the, I've decided to just be like funny about it now. Like where my unhinged witch tips, I'm like, witchcraft, do whatever you want. Like, fuck around, who cares? You know, that's how I'm sharing my thoughts and like my point of view now with witchcraft is like, just have fun with it. I'm doing it in like a comedic way rather than giving any sort of like, I've never given spell work um, on the, on social media, or even in our Etsy shop, our Etsy shop is a lot of like kits because I want people to do it themselves. Yes. You know, I'm like, I want you to do this. I'll put it together. It's corresponding, right? It's intention, but then you get all of it and you do it because you're the magic. You're the witch. People need that. People need that kind of support where you go, here are the ways that you can do it. That's how my classes are set up. It's here are, this is the subject that we're going to be discussing. You know, we're going to be talking about spell work for protection. These are all of the different things that you can incorporate together. Make sure that, you know, you do research to make sure they're not going to cross with each other and counteract or whatever. And those are cool because those people are people who financially, energetically, timely invest their energy into getting the education and the knowledge and, and they have to put real work in. And then you have people like we're talking about on, on TikTok or even just on other social platforms that are like, no, I don't actually want to like compensate you for your energy in any way. I don't want to give back to you. I just want to sit here and absorb all of the knowledge that you have. And I have absolutely experienced what you are talking about, where somebody will ask me a question on something and I'll answer their question. And then they go, but what does it mean to trust my intuition? <laughs> but what do you mean step by? You and I'm like, you need, I, down. Yeah, I can't help I you. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot make it any simpler for you. And you don't want to be rude because, you know, then you see the, the TikToks where people are like, here's how to tell if a, if a TikTok witch is full of shit. They won't answer your questions. Yeah. And it's, and you know, it's like, I, I would love to answer every single person's question, but I, I can't, you know, on our page. And I, and I've tried and like, it has bitten me in the ass when I do, where I'm like, 
I, I feel like I'm breaking it down as simply as possible while, while respecting them and in gui guiding them rather than being like heavy handed, right? Like, oh, what I say goes, it's more like, here you go, baby bird. Like it's time to fly. And I try to like, just gently guide. And then they're still like, I don't get it. You have to really break it down for me. And that's why I say the baby bird regurgitating. Like they literally just want me. I've had people even message me and be like, can you just do the spell for me? If I just pay you. And I'm like, no. Like, there are people who do spell work for other people, but if that is not what you are out here showing that you are, I think right. that it is, it's so rude for people to do that. I hope that like this, what I've always wanted is for this podcast to be a space where new people can come and they can learn things from practicers who are talking. And with your episode, I feel like I would want them to get the respectful way of being mm. educated and you give so much free educational content on your page, regardless of how you've had to switch that content around and the kind of comedic relief that you need to put in there, you are mm. still giving an education and I try. people need to pull out what they can out of what they're being offered. And yeah. there are so many of us that educate that it really <laughs> is fucking wild for you yeah. to latch onto one person and want to milk them for a gift they don't share. Mm. I, you know, and I feel bad, but at the same time, I have put so much love and intention and magic into our shop and we've been open for almost three years now. I mean, every item I hand make, it's Etsy, right? I don't drop shit. I don't, I, I make it here in our little house, you know? And I feel like when people are like, well, I don't want to use this amazing kit that you put together. I want you to just do it and sell it to me. It like hurts a little bit where I'm like, that kind of goes against everything I'm trying to do, which is remind people that you're the magic, you're the witch. Like I can't, I don't have my finger on the pulse of whatever situation you're going through. It's going to be so much more powerful and magical coming from you. And I've literally like handpicked these items and handpacked them and labeled them and given myself carpal tunnel for you so that our customers can experience what that feels like to make your own spell jar and like do this ritual on them on your own. You know, you, it's almost like, like teach a man to fish or whatever, you know, it's like, I want to teach a witch to practice on and find their own path. So sometimes I feel like I'm letting them down when they say, you know, well, can't, can't you just do it? But I'm like, could I? Sure. Would it be dope? Yeah, I'm powerful. <laughs> but will I? No, I won't. Mostly just it will drain me as well. You know, I have done, I will do spell work and readings for those around me and those that I love. But for a stranger, I just, I don't want to set that precedent. And I don't want to you know, overextend myself because I do feel like I'm giving so much between the shop and the TikTok, you know, and sharing my altar and sharing my thoughts, whether it's veiled under this guise of like humor, it's still my creative energy. I'm still putting, I'm trying to raise the vibration. I'm trying to like create this environment and this community, whether you're the witchy spouse or non-witchy spouse, I want you to feel welcome. And I want everybody to find some sort of joy and laughter and be escapism because the world's a dumpster fire. So I want, I want our page to be this like happy space where it's like, I feel inspired. I feel creative. I'm going to go create and I'm the magic and I'm the bitch and that, you know, I'm, I'm, I am that witch. I'm going to go do it. 
and so whether that's through our shop or, or through the the TikTok, you know, I'm like, I feel like I'm giving a lot. And if that's not enough, then that's just going to have to not be enough. I get a lot of uh, education and creative energy off of your page. So I think that that energy is being received by the people who want you to also have that same fulfillment inside of your practice. Hmm. And so the, the, I feel like your tribe and the people, the energy that you would want to have around you, you're definitely bringing that in. And I do think that everything always has a balance. So like yes. with the fuckery, there's also, <laughs> you know, you get, you get thousands of views on your things and you get a lot of comments on your, on a lot of your videos. And so I know that the dark always like you kind of just latch on to the comment that you're like well that's fucking irritating but yeah, I let's talk that about that so 10,000 much... more times <laughs> right <laughs> but I know that there's um like so much love on your page and I also think that especially new practicers there really isn't an understanding for how much energy goes into you doing work for somebody else, whether that be that you are pulling cards for somebody or you're doing spell work or you're doing what you're doing with, you're putting custom things together. You're using your intuition to find what item is going to be right for you with what you have going on. And that takes so much energy that if people could, if people could understand the time that it takes to learn how to utilize that energy, then mm. I think they would be more appreciative instead of being like, how come things aren't cheaper on your Etsy? How come, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wanted to order from you, but it was really expensive. Or like, I wanted to book yeah. a reading, but it was pricey. And I'm like, do you realize that it's 45 minutes of my time and how <laughs> yeah. many classes and card decks and readings I've Years. done to get to this point? Yes. <laughs> Yes. And you get what you pay for. Do you not understand that? Like <laughs> there's a reason. And we, we've worked so hard to keep our products like really affordable to the point where like, we're not making a huge profit. You know, we're kind of doing this for love, you know, not, I, I just, when I first opened, I saw what other witches were selling their stuff for. And I'm like, they didn't even make that. <laughs> That's not even handmade on Etsy. Like, yeah what are you doing? And so we've definitely made it a point because I think some of the witchcraft products that I've seen out there is like highway robbery. And I think beginner witches are like, oh, well, you know, I have to pay this much money for this item because social media has taught people that this aesthetic look of witchcraft, you need these products. And you, if your altar doesn't look like this, or you don't look like this, you have to have this to be a real witch. And it's like, honey, a lot of us can do a hell of a lot with a single candle and a cup of water, but go off, you know, we really don't need all that. And so that's, that's where I try to like draw from too with the shop and, and the page is like, when I say witchcraft, it's for us poors too. Like that's bread because like I'm poor. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I, I use things that I already have to like, oh, okay, I'll use this and let's recycle and let's, you know, reuse this. And, you know, like, what do I have on hand? That's very witchy to me is to be crafty and to be like, what, what can I use that I already have? I keep trying to tell people like, you don't need all these fancy tools. You are the magic. Like it kind of keeps coming back to this basic belief 
but I try to say it in like different ways to like not be preachy one I don't want to be up on my soapbox and be those witches who are like what I say is correct you know this is just my belief that's what I think and maybe if you disagree that's fine there's like I said there's how many other witch talkers out there there's so many many of us there's so many many of us (laughs) so it's like take what you like and leave the rest you know you don't you don't have to agree with what I say that's totally fine but also maybe just scroll instead of like spewing hate in my comments (laughs) would be great (laughs) it also doesn't matter what ingredients and cute little bottles and you know the expensive whatever books that people get if they don't use their own energy yeah and know what they're doing anyways because you can have the same exact ingredients as somebody who knows what they're doing and you can turn it all to shit yep Mm mm-hmm And like, here's the thing. If you just like the cute bottles and stuff, like that's valid too, right? Like kind of going back to like, whatever your practice is, if you're like, I just, I just like this one little thing. I'm like, that's cool, man. Like that one little thing, do your thing. You know, it's like, I think sometimes it's like, yes, having aesthetic things is great, but it's, it's not necessary. It's these people who are like, you're only a witch if you use all these things and you have to buy it from my shop. And also it's $10,000. I think that's <laughs> where, you know what I mean? Like, that's where yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't I gotta disagree with you on there. <laughs> so it's, you know, like we, we try to talk about the Etsy shop, but I, I also don't, I don't want to like sell to people. I don't want people to think I'm just using the TikTok or whatever to promote myself. Like, I don't like self-promotion, but at the same time, it's like the reason our page well, is called Macy Makes is because we made it for the shop. And then no, we just- No, fuck that. You have people all over your page that ask you all kinds of questions and want guidance on things and are wanting product. And you no, like if you weren't offering that to people when you were having all of these people asking all of the time, then that's where it's like, but like, you're yeah. out here talking about it, but you're not helping anybody. So if right. you're out here with your shop, fucking promote yourself. People do MLM and try and sell you fucking butt wax kits <laughs> with, with no shame. No shame. With no shame. It's um hey well, babe. Yeah. Hey hun. <laughs> yeah. It's hard for us because like we went viral for you know acting like my witchy wife and in the obviously the content that Matt and I do together is by far our most popular thing so we've already been put in this box of like you do witchcraft humor and that's it anytime I've tried to sort of like break out of that in our content I get like smacked down really quickly so when I do share hey look at our new box we have in the shop I've had people literally be like no one cares where's your husband in a wig I've literally had people like send me hate and say, we don't care about this. We literally okay, just listen want here, Aquarius. <laughs> this is where this is where the Aquarius energy gets real fucking creative. Yep. And you figure out how to keep on doing that same fucking thing and changing their narrative on them. Because like, no, you shouldn't have to put yourself in a fucking box for we were just talking about not having label on yourself, yeah. not having to box yourself in. Yeah. And 
sad people on the internet love nothing more than feeling like their words have power. And if somebody sees that they told you that they fucking hate you wearing the color red, so you never wore red again, mm-hmm. like I would be damned. Every single video I made, I would be in a I would red, be in red fucking yeah. dress. <laughs> like I'm petty too, for sure. Like I, I usually, I mean, I obviously like I do, I do my own thing and I have Matt who's like, who gives a shit, you know? Like, yeah, I like Matt. And- that's the best um and definitely like having that time away from TikTok for those two months like this pregnancy has been like absolutely kicking my ass and the first few months I just I was so sick I couldn't get out of bed and so we ended up I ended up pulling back and I was like "Hmm, like I haven't posted in a while and my mental health is better like these are certainly two facts from which one could draw an interesting theory (laughs) And so I, I was like, hmm, I wonder why. And I really had to ask myself and Matt and I really like sat down and had a long, hard talk of, you know, do we want to even go back to, to social and to TikTok? Like, is that, is that the best use of my energy? Is that the best use of my time? Is that the best choice being pregnant? You know, we have a, we have an eight-year-old, we have a business. Now we have another baby on the way. Is this what we want to do? So we had to set some really serious boundaries with coming back. And a big part of that, Matt was like, you need to kinky promise me that like, you're not going to give a fucking shit. Like who cares what people want to put you in this box, post whatever the fuck you want to post. And, you know, if you need to turn off comments, turn off fucking comments. Like, he's like, I don't care. Like you and my baby come first. Like, I don't give a shit. This is how it's going to be. And, you know, I definitely have like a different perspective, but it's, I did corporate marketing before this in a previous life. So I still have that like hat where I'm like, this is a brand, right? And this is what people want. And if we want to continue with the views, then we have to like give them what they want, which is funny witchcraft. And so sometimes I get, I get stuck between like, do I just do whatever the fuck I want to do? Or do I treat this like a business? And I'm like, fuck, I have to give the people what they want. No, you well I I say no I'm like absolutely not but I don't mean it like that I mean um my I'm a big advocate of doing both and that's why I built my brand on being so many different things and having Mm -hmm. it like my whole thing being but I'm a Gemini because that's how I've been able to explain my like I'm going to do fucking everything and I'm going to be a pro at none of it. And (laughs) I think that you could, it, it would take effort for you to like transition content that you're doing and people at first are going to be like, Whoa, like this is new, but you're also going to attract so many different types of people where it's not only going to be people who look at you as a witch. It's going to also be people Mm -hmm. who look at you through different lenses and you'll attract a new tribe. And I think that new energy for you, you're like, we're like, you're about to be in like a birth process, like physically giving birth, whatnot. And you could totally be using this as a time for you just came back fresh after all those months and like rebrand yourself. And you could always do a video where you talk about it on your page. And you're like, I want to more authentically do this. And I've been put in this box and that's awesome. This is a big part of who I am, but this isn't me as a person. And I want to have a wider audience. Yeah. It's always funny when I get the comment too, of like, oh, I didn't realize being a witch was your whole identity. 
I get that a lot. And I'm like, ma'am, it's not. It's like you guys see maybe this much of my life. Who because cares this- if you are? You're well, right. Right. like, is that is that my choice? That's my choice. But it's like, I am like a diehard Southern California sports fan. That's like a fun fact about me. But could you imagine if like I had sports and witchcraft on the on the TikTok? Like that would just yeah, you could be doing spell work for your team to win. <laughs> I do. I do protection spells for my whole players. Don't even it's yes, I you would think. So, but it's like there are things that there's so much to me that I that I don't share. Namely, we will never put our children on social media. We kids aren't content. Um, most people don't even know that I'm a mom already. They think this is my first pregnancy and I'm like, nope, I have almost an eight year old. Um, you'll never see him (laughs) and I'm not going to like talk about him and, and share things that he says because he has that right to privacy and his autonomy. Like not only do I want to protect his safety and, and his privacy and all that, but it's like, if he wants to have a digital media presence or a social media presence at some point he has that right to do it when he can consent and have that like fresh start and not be connected to me because kids aren't an extension of you. They're their own people, you know? And so we've made it a choice to not show our kids that kids aren't content. So it will be the same with this baby. But sometimes I feel like, oh, you know, being a witchy mom is so important to me. And it's such a huge part of my craft. And I'm like, maybe I should talk about that a little more and, you know, talk about things that, that are so important to me. But like when we did our, our pregnancy announcement, it did horrible. Any pregnancy content I've done has just bombed. And I'm like, I don't care. I love being pregnant and I love being a witch and I'm gonna talk about it. Like, I don't care if it does bad, you know? So I think we're in that process too, where we're like, we are not rebranding cause we're still us, but we're, we're like posting more of just like, we're throwing pasta at the wall. Who gives a fuck, right? Yes. We're just like, let's see what sticks. And because we're not content creators by nature, we're just two idiots who went viral. And we're like, oh, I guess we make videos now. Like, we don't know what we're doing. We own an Etsy shop. We're, we never, we're not like, we want to be an influencer. Like, <laughs> that's never <laughs> been our goal. Like, my poor husband's like, I'm not into this. So I think some people set out to be like, I want to be an influencer. I want to be a full-time content creator. I will take the good with the bad. Any publicity is good publicity. Any comment is a good comment. Um, no. That's us. That is, that's never been us. So our whole thing is if it's fun, we'll keep doing it. And when it stops being fun, we're not going to do it anymore. You know, if it starts to get in the way of our family or my mental health or his you know, mental health, anything, we would pull back. So we're just really at that point of like having that break was really good and coming back and just like sort of, I think the perspective was important in that time and that shadow work for me too, to be like, why do I care what some idiots say on in my comments? Like, what would Lizzo say? Rihanna would be so disappointed in me. Like I am not being a bad bitch right now and I need to be a bad bitch. That's a real conversation to have. And it is, I think that it's cool for you guys where your content, like your husband's involved in your content and that's probably like a bonding thing for you guys. And you, you know, talk a lot about it, whatever. I think that's so cool. Being somebody who is married to somebody who, 
wants nothing to do with social media and thinks that like the government's tracking you and like whatever that's our fire sign husband for sure um he's like i'm not fucking getting on tiktok and i'm like no it is not something like like china doesn't care about about us um they have fucking problems over there but um i don't like I have to really balance my content and making sure that like, I'm also contributing time to my family and to my relationship because they are not intertwined. And so I think it's, I, I just think it's really cool to see you being able to incorporate that together. It's nice for Matt and I too, because we got pregnant so quickly in our, our dating. Um, you know how so, that happens. Well, yeah, it happens. And um, we our mom and dad in, in so much of our life. And now the TikTok gets to be something where we're just Matt and Shelby. And it's this creative outlet, you know, and it's, you know, because he is in aerospace and defense and he does this like work all day. And then he gets to come home and like he builds shelves for the Etsy shop. So he gets to do his woodworking, which is his witchcraft. I'm like, you realize that's your witchcraft, right? Okay. And then, you know, he gets to be creative and sort of stretch this like muscle he never even knew he had with the TikTok. And then we get to do it together as this bonding experience where we're not just mom and dad is really cool for us because so much of our life outside of filming is we do everything for our kids and our family and our business and our home. Like we're just mom and dad all the time. So it's kind of nice to have something where we're just individuals, you know, and we're just together. And it's, it's fun together for sure. It's just, it's hard because he's at work all day. And the only times I can film with him is on nights and weekends. And that's when our son is home and that's family time. So that's why we don't go live a lot. You know, we, we are really limited with what we can do because we're never going to be like, Hey, go in the room. So mommy and daddy can like go on live. (laughs) Imagine we're like, don't come out of your room. So it's, it definitely like, it cuts into that. But we're fine with that because I care more about family time than I do going yeah. live. No offense, but sorry, that's my priority. And you have to sort of like set these boundaries and say, there's a lot more to me than just being witchy wife. But that is a part of my life and I love it. And I have so much fun with it. And like, I'm going to ride this ride for as long as I can. I mean, I guess until TikTok gets banned, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, who knows what the future holds with that. But I try to just like, I just go with it. You know, we're like, let's just have fun and let's make people laugh and let's like share joy and laughter and raise the vibration and like have a good time together because so much of it is just drawn from our actual life and like actual conversations we've had. And I love that it resonates. And I love that whether you are the like witchy spouse or the non-witchy spouse, I love that it like has something for everybody. And we just, we've enjoyed it. So we're like, let's just uh, see where this goes. We'll see as long as we're having fun. There's another app that is, I think they're trying to be similar to TikTok. It's called Clapper. Oh, I haven't and, heard of that yet. Um, I just made an account. It's my same name as TikTok. And so far I've just uploaded two of my TikTok videos to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the only, it looks like it's very similar to like the way you record videos. The only thing that I haven't found on it is a timer option and being, oh. and I, I love that for TikTok of being able to set my timer and then it records my video and I can cut it off at a certain time. Yes. 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 And Clapper, I haven't noticed that they have that option yet. 
Um, but everything else looks at the adding the sound, the effects, all the things. So you may want to just on a branding aspect, Mm -hmm. um, you could start that platform and transition over content and you could use that again as a new rebirthing process. There we go. Expanding your content. Yeah. You know, part of me is like, if it all goes away, like, I don't, I don't know if I would rebuild. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just like, I feel so lucky. And I, I feel like the fact that we went viral and the fact that I've been given this platform and this opportunity to make people laugh and also to be representation for like women in recovery and early recovery, being somebody who's sober. I feel like if I can help anybody or make people laugh, that is a privilege. And I've enjoyed every second of it. And I feel like I, you know, a lot of people would kill for some of the views that I get. And in, and in ways I'm like, I don't want the video to get any more popular because then that means more mean comments because there's a, there's a cap yeah. for when like, we just had a video hit half a million views and the negative comments are really rolling in now. And I'm like, I'm like, I want to hide, you know? And I have to remind myself that like other people are working towards this. And, you know, I, I really owe it to myself because I've been given this opportunity that I need to like see it through and just keep going. And, you know, I don't know. I feel like really lucky. It's not lost on me that I get to like share just Matt and I being idiots and people like it. And I'm glad that I can make people laugh. Like when people say, oh, I was having such a bad day. And then I saw this video, like this came on my FYP. I needed this today. That's just like the best. I'm like, I love that I could help somebody by being me and being an idiot. (laughs) I love that. So part of me is like, all right, let's just, let's just see where this goes. Cause we never expected this. Like I said, we just thought, oh, how funny would it be if you like wore a wig and dressed like me and acted like me? And then three and a half million views later, apparently it was a really good idea. <laughs> not just because he wore the wig and, and dressed like you, it was the whole like, like slouchy walk and like mannerisms <laughs> and like everything that he did, like, it, it just is like, I need to know what your wife looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I, there were so many comments that were like, wife reveal. And like, I'm all over the page. Like to this day, people will find that video and be like, bro, we need to see your wife. And I'm like, I'm all over the page. I'm here. I'm, <laughs> I'm the here. main person on I'm this I'm literally the main girl. <laughs> I look exactly what you thought I would look like. <laughs> <laughs> you were like yeah, I she, look like him with a wig I, on I look like him with a wig on obviously <laughs> I look like a witch like there's no denying it but it's you know and there's so much when we made that video that acting like my wife trend was really taking off and like every video I saw I was just like do you even like your wife bro like these videos were mean you know there was this snarkiness to it of like let's just make fun of my wife. That, that was what I got from a lot of those videos. And I think the difference with our video was that you could see the love and you could see that it's playful. It's all love, man. Like, you know, it's not mean there's, it's not mean spirited where, you know, does he think it's silly? Yeah, of course. But you know what? He's going to drink the moon water and he's going to like it because it means something to his wife, you know? And so it's like, I think there's just, there's a lot. And also because I'm so eclectic in my practice, there was something in that video for everyone. Yeah. There was a line that, that pretty much any witch could be like, I've said that, 
you know, and it kind of brought us all together. Like we all do this shit, you know, there's so many reasons why that video worked and I love it. Um, it's just that when videos get to 3.5 million views, it gets outside of witch talk and it gets to a lot of people that it's not for, and then they say really mean shit. So, you know, he, reading all those negative comments about me and I wasn't even in the video was, was hard. It was harsh in the beginning. And it was like, welcome to TikTok. <laughs> so that was my like baptized by fire a little bit it was like the initiation. Um, and that's the cost of admission. And I've learned to like, let things roll off. And I think that the, the good outweighs the bad when it comes to that, because we've made a lot of people laugh and brought a lot of people together. So I focus. Well, on and that. you did that video trend in a really classy way. There are a lot of people who did the pretending to be my wife and they went for the low hanging fruit of yes. making their wife be a nagging bitch. And true. Like we are so sick of that trope. Yeah. I need your money to go and get Starbucks. Like women these days are making their own fucking money. They don't want your fucking stanky ass money from your back fucking pocket of the ass you haven't washed. And <laughs> like that, like I'm always like, ew. Yeah. This is, this is what the, this is what the pool would be like if I was single and I was yes, yes. not going to be with your bum ass for very long. And you're going to be the options in the ocean. And like, that's, that's what you want to tell the world. Hi, I'm a shitty husband who like makes fun of his wife and it's not even funny. It's like, when did this turn into a roast? Like even roasts are funny and like well-intentioned to me. Some of the videos were, were just nasty and left a bad taste in my mouth. And I was like, I want other people to know that like there are healthy relationships, like whether your spouse is a witch or not, or, you know, you're into different things. There's a level of respect that should be there between partners. Like I don't push shit on that. I respect his boundaries and he doesn't make fun of me. We both are like, cool. We like different things. There's nothing wrong with that. And I wanted to show people who aren't married that like, especially beginner witches, there are guys who will love you and support your witchcraft, even if they're not into it. You don't have to settle for these douchebags that are like, oh, you believe in witchcraft? That's so stupid and childish. Like, there's so many good guys out there. And, and not just like the Labrador husband. I'm kind of over that comment, I guess. Oh that my one. gosh, that's so boring. Oh, he's like a Labrador. No, he's not. He's a fire sign. He's got a lot of his own unique shit um that's different fun and he has his own thoughts and and also how about some men are fucking healthy and yes. they are safe and comforting and they're not fucking aggressive and in your face yes it's like I don't understand like there's a lot of people who think I'm like forcing that and they're like hashtag men's rights in our in our videos too where they're like you know, you're forcing the devil on him and, and this and that. And I'm like, oh, honey, like you don't even know. Like the way that I would do devil rape content in oh a fucking my costume well, against my seen, husband. You've seen all the, I want to fuck the devil on my page because I'm like, I'm doing that to upset the people who are in my shit, who see me making tea and go demon. I'm like, oh, you want to see demon? Oh, I'll show you demon. And it's so funny because People are like, what would your husband say? I'm like, he's trying to fuck the devil with me. What are you talking about? Like, he's recording this video. He's here. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, and they don't understand how like a man can be confident in his sexuality and like confident with his wife and like, and support me and 
and while doing his own thing, but like us doing it together, like a healthy relationship in general, you know, isn't like shown. And so that's what we, we wanted to be that too, where we're like, there's so many girls, I, I get it in my comments. It's so sad. They're like, I hope I find a boyfriend that doesn't say like, my ex-boyfriend used to say X, Y, and Z to me. And I'd like throw the man away. Like I know, throw, throw him away. completely away. I go, look, they're out there. All right. They're, and it's like, Matt, Matt goes, is that the bar? Like, he's like, is that how low it is? That like being fucking nice and respectful is like, you know, cause Matt's like, yes, I'm just a husband. Like, this is what husbands should do. Right. He's like, I don't. There are girls who are like, literally like he opened the door for me when we got, got to the restaurant and he opened the car door for me and it was the sweetest thing. And I'm like, bare fucking minimum baby like what bare was his minimum. personality like what did yes. what was his engagement when you were speaking to him what are his goals and aspirations what did you think about yours <laughs> they honestly and I I was that girl I I really you know I I've had my trauma and I've got girl. my own shit <laughs> like oh my god poor Matt I mean he has had to like really be patient and be this amazing guy of like I'm not your dad <laughs> I'm not you know not your ex that's real I'm you know what I mean and like I just have you heard the song piece by piece by Kelly Clarkson yeah I cannot listen to that song without bawling crying where I'm like I cry too I'm like I've got every daddy single time big time daddy issues <laughs> so, well we want to fuck the devil obviously we have daddy issues <laughs> daddy Hey, um, daddy. <laughs> and it's so funny to me because I'm like, I look at Matt and I'm just so thankful for like the fact that like he's the father of my children and, and he's my husband. And, you know, if I can help one person out there not settle for, you know, stanky McStank ass, who's a douchebag to her and say, look, there are guys out there who are respectful and like will support your craft, even if they don't get it. Like, Matt's like, I don't know what we're doing. Are you sacrificing me? Dope. Like, whatever, man. He like, just lays down in the video. He lays down. Anything. He's <laughs> like, do whatever you want to me. He's like, I got a hot ass goth wife. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, do whatever you want. I mean, his like first love and current love and like love forever is Sandra Bullock. And he thinks that I look like her in Practical Magic. And he like, can't get enough. He's like, I married my childhood crush. Like I married a woman that who like, so looks like Sandra Bullock. Like, He's like, I wished for you. I wish for exactly how we say that. It's like, I wish for you too. And it's just so cute that I'm like, I love that, you know, I love that it shows in the videos. I love that we get to just like have fun and be silly and do it together. And, you know, if, and what do they say in Practical Magic? With the sweet comes the sour. So yeah. obviously yeah. people are going to shit on us. And we're going to get negative comments. I mean, me more than him, because being a woman on the internet, as you know, is a hellish nightmare from which you cannot awake. Um, and so like, there's going to be bad, but we focus on the good. And honestly, having him by my side to do it with me, like, I can't imagine being out there all alone. Like you, you're just doing it on your own. I think I would probably like not have been able to do I it. I fly so good solo. Like You do. I... I don't really want to take anybody else's opinion into consideration. I really don't give a fuck. I'm going to do it this way anyways. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I would just have to have more conversation. And also I don't like people telling me to like, that I should be nice about like my response and things. And if I was doing my stuff with somebody else, I would have to like 
try and be nice about things and then that would be fake as fuck and it's a challenge dude like having him like I do not recommend working with your spouse not everybody is cut out for it you have to have respect you have to have patience you have to be able to like understand creative differences Matt and I have had creative differences where I'll like explain a video that I think would be hilarious and he's like I don't get it you know and he's like that's not the joke and we've had to like we've butted heads straight up. I mean, owning a business together, like he does the numbers and I'm like the creative ideas. So I'll be like skull candles. And he's like, where's the molds? Where's the members? What are oh we my God, What's it going to cost? And I, I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm like, I just want skull candles, brah. Like we've definitely had those moments where it's like, we, we have to communicate effectively. And it's, it's been better for our marriage because we have like these business meetings and we'll sit down and communicate and, you know, like we've learned to really like communicate well together, but I'll tell you what, it's not for everyone. It's not. Um, I, I work with my husband cause he owns a food truck and oh, so I do, um, like the sides for them and whatever, and I'll go and help out at events. And I have said so many times, like, I love doing this and helping you, but I would never be able to, I, to work with you full time full time yeah I couldn't do it I don't want you to tell me what to do if I sense a hint of a tone I'm like I'm out I'm <laughs> was that out. a tone <laughs> yeah I'm like why are you talking like I don't I'm I'm done I don't need to like, oh I know you were I know you weren't talking to me like that no they, you no were, were you talking to them because I know you weren't talking to me like that <laughs> I know yeah it's it can be a challenge I'm telling you and I honestly if it weren't for Matt I would I would be like so much sassier in comments and you know he's like do whatever you want I don't fucking care he's like just no you know there he goes being like the pragmatic one where he's like just understand that you're feeding the trolls or you know you're you're like you're you're like encouraging this behavior if you do that because I've done video replies to where I've gotten verbal abuse and I think it's funny and then it gets taken down for bullying and harassment and I'm like Matt's like do you think maybe we should just like watch our fucking mouth a little bit like do you think maybe you're all listen here you stupid I'm like listen here I'm like I'll do whatever the fuck I want and he's like um we're shadow banned because of you so maybe just don't so like there's times where you know we've definitely had I've had to like pull back and stuff and I'm thankful for him and then like I said it's good for me to like pull him out of his uh comfort zone a little bit so it's a it's a yin and yang thing it's it's give and take well, I am, I am really grateful that you came and that you shared so much of your relationship and your content and like your purpose and your energy. What is something that you would want to leave listeners with from your episode? Oh my gosh. We got into so much more than I expected. I, one, I feel like I know you so much. Like we've been friends forever. I like forgot we were filming. We have. I forgot we were filming halfway through. Um, I just thought we were chatting. Um, you know, I would say just the, the same thing I, that my vibe is on, on the page is like, you're the magic, you know, like follow your intuition and like, do whatever the fuck you want. Like, you know, do your, like, do your due diligence, read, but be a mad scientist, like get in there and like fuck around and like make shit your own and just, just try, just try whether you're afraid of looking stupid, just try anything today. You know, just do it yeah. and like, remember that you're either going to learn and be better or like, you're going to fuck up and you're going to go, well, <laughs> now I know for the next time. So like, just try it, just do it. And remember that like, 
you're the magic and don't put yourself in a box just like follow like what feels right to you I love that message um there's a lot more about (laughs) what we've already going to drop on Sunday um I always encourage everybody to go and follow you so if you get an influx of followers I always send them there um and thank you so much for your time Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to, um, I'm going to be posting on our page that we are on your podcast. So same thing. I'm going to tag you and show you. So if you get an influx of followers, I hope so, because everybody should be following you anyways. Um, I just really appreciate the opportunity. I had a blast and I hope we can Yay. keep chatting and, you know, keep we will I'll, email you. I'll send you my number to our email thread so that you can text Perfect. me. And then, um, I always say you're welcome to talk about being on the podcast, your experiences, whatever, um, promo yourself out. There's no, uh, some podcasts make you wait till they like drop it or something. I truly don't give a fuck. You can go and speak to the heavens. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to like encourage people to listen and stuff when it drops. So we'll text so that I can like properly, um, promote it and make sure I'm sending people to the right place. And I just had so much fun. Thank you so much again. I do too. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye. Bye.